Hello guys, this is Daniel speaking. You are listening to MyFluent Podcast. It's a pleasure and an honor to have him back on MyFluent Podcast, Kenny, the multilingual language teacher who I interviewed on episode 108. The idea is in this interview to introduce you to a new series called the Glossika Challenge. So it's meant to explain to you what Glossika is and the next episode will be about the Glossika Challenge in which seven learners share their thoughts while they were participating in a monthly lasting challenge. You were very frustrated, I remember, about your Greek the last time uh, because yeah. you thought that you were not advancing efficiently. So that's why I think it could be considered to be very connected, the last episode mm -hmm. to this one, because, yeah, yeah, as we will see, you took Greek in your challenge. Now, I wanted to do Greek in my challenge, but that didn't go as I hoped it would go. Because it was too yeah, difficult. Yeah, you changed Glossika it. Too difficult. Yeah, mm. I had to change it after the first day. <clears throat> so after the first day, it became clear that it was too, too difficult for me. The sentences, the easiest sentences were too difficult. So I had to change language and then switch to a language where I have like, a, <clears throat> I hope a B1 level in. And I started from a a zero on on Glossika, and that was okay yeah, because see. you need you need yeah you already need like the building stones uh, you you need to have them ready. You cannot start from from zero with Glossika unless maybe it's a language you're familiar with or is similar to the la another language you speak. Yeah, so that's why I had to change after day one already. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> in my case, I, I got placed in B2 Italian. Okay. And then I, I yeah. also I changed mm -hmm. it. <laughs> but to, but maybe to a... let's come come back and mm -hmm. to the first yeah. question because actually what is yeah. Classica? Could you describe to our listeners what Glossica yeah, is? Yeah, the easiest way to explain I think is like if you know flashcards. This is like flashcards but with sentences and with audio. <clears throat> so that you have a system where you choose how many uh, new words, yeah, new words, not words, you sentences you want every time you use a system, like for example, 25 a day, and then they repeat them, I think five times. And then <clears throat> after those five times, they end up in your deck of seen sentences and then they get in the the, sent, the sentences you have to review the following days and weeks. So it's a bit like flashcards with, with sentences, which is uh, way more interesting because you have uh, a bit of context and um, you have the audio also. So you can also record your own voice to check if it's similar to what the, the, the person is saying. Uh, so that's the advantage over like general the classic flashcards you have is it the first time now that uh, you were using glossika no i think i'd say maybe two years ago i used it for catalan because they have a few languages that are like for free you don't have to pay for them because they are like considered to be in danger 
uh, and Catalan. I speak Catalan, so I used it for Catalan for a few days, weeks. I don't remember exactly. Maybe you could mm -hmm. tell us how did yeah. you learn about the Glossica challenge? Um, I think I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, there was somebody who shared it on Twitter and then I wanted to check it out again the website and decided to participate with the ID to um, uh, get my uh, Greek to a higher level, but that was too ambitious because my Greek is too, the level is too low. And uh, yeah, for me in general, I don't like flashcards. So these are actually flashcards. So in the beginning, what did I do? I did what they tell you. Yeah, you, you listen to the sentence twice and then you repeat it yourself and then you record your voice and you continue. <clears throat> so I, almost immediately ditched the recording. I, I just said it together with the, the person. Uh, but still, for me, I find it boring that way. So I um, mixed it with other activities. I went to the gym and I put on yeah. the website and I just listened while I was working out. Because it was, it's, for me, it's too boring to just focus on a sentence and repeat. Um, and then um, I also had to... I started from a from the the, the yeah the A zero level I imagine it is, so I in I think a few days ago I decided to switch to A two level, because the sentences were often too easy. So I felt mm -hmm. bored. So I think the idea of a challenge is that you feel challenged. So you yeah, this is a bit like everything with language learning. You have to try trial and error. You have to check what works for you, what doesn't work for me. So it was boring. Absolutely. So I had to adapt and I do it now while I'm doing something else. And I raised mm -hmm. the level sentences that are too easy. You can put them as too easy and then they disappear out of the system. Difficult sentence, you can, I think you can like them and then they yes. uh, end up in a list with the, the difficult sentences. So you have to... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you can you can can then make them your favorites. So you have to, like with everything, you have to adapt the tool. Mm. Uh, you have you have an app here. The app is not going to do everything for you of the website. So you have to adapt the website or the the, the app. Just as as when you have a book, you have to study what's interesting for you. You have to adapt it uh, to what you need. And that's the same thing with an, an app. You have to look what's interesting for you and and do it that way and i think most a lot of people expect they buy a book they buy an app and they think the app is going to do the work for them just as when they hire a teacher they think oh i i sit back and relax and the teacher is going yeah. to learn the language <laughs> for me or the teacher is going to do miracles I'll, after the lesson yeah. i'll be able to to speak um italian fluently but yeah you have to put in the effort if you don't do that then um, unfortunately yeah it's not going to work and with an app you have to adapt the app uh, so that it's um interesting for you yeah i i love what you said and mm -hmm. that's also the reason why i love twitter yeah. or to have an exchange of ideas mm -hmm. because that can inspire us mm -hmm. and give us new ideas so that we yeah. can uh, mm -hmm. can try something new Because in, in my case, I felt the same. Mm -hmm. It was sometimes a bit boring. Mm -hmm. And then I, I tried to combine as well. I went jogging, for example. Mm -hmm. And then I tried mm -hmm. even yeah. while I, wa I was gaming on my computer. And then I was just <laughs> listening okay. to Italian and repeating. So it was really interesting because you can yeah. combine two things that you like at the same time. It's, it's really... Yeah. 
It's really it's a cool. Bit like yeah. a podcast. The advantage compared with other apps like Duolingo, for example, you have to do something actively on the screen. So with mm-hmm. an app like mm-hmm. this, you can just put the app in the background. Like, okay, yeah, I'll listen. Exactly. And hopefully, because I think the problem is then, are you able to keep your attention with the person that is speaking? Because often your mind goes somewhere else and then suddenly, oh, I've, there were like 10 yes. sentences and yeah. I didn't hear them. So I think it's very difficult sometimes to stay focused during, just as with a podcast, when I'm working out, I'm listening to a podcast sometimes, oh no, let's mm-hmm. go back five minutes because I wasn't listening. <laughs> so I think the advantage is you can do this while you're doing something else. You don't have to watch your screen, but you have to pay, you have to stay focused. Yeah, yeah there is not a lot of gamification in it, I think. For example, as it is the case with uh, Duolingo, and and also I noticed that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it, it's the logo. Yeah. It's also a, an owl, like in Duolingo. So it's it's a, a coincidence, or I don't know why exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe the owl is a wise animal, so yes. Maybe yeah, yeah. The owl is popular as an, an animal for language learning. Maybe yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, I looked it up that usually on Glossika, you can have a, a trial period of mm-hmm. seven days. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. with this challenge, they give you the yep. opportunity mm-hmm. to try it for 30 days. And I find it's it's a, like yeah. a win-win situation because you can try it out. And seven mm-hmm. days, it's yeah. not enough, in my opinion. No, seven days is not enough. Um, the only thing here is I think the issue is a bit, I think it's a bit scarce what they offer. Because in the end, it's just an, an, uh, a website or an app and you have sentences. While you have other apps that are way cheaper and they offer way more. I, I, I took out a subscription on Mondly. So you have sentences, you have vocabulary, you have images, you, have, you can choose which subject yeah. you're going to study, you have conversations. So you get way more for less money. Well, this this is actually, if you compare with other apps on mm-hmm. the market, this I think it's like $30 a month or something. While I paid, for example, 23 euros a year for monthly. So you yeah, get, see. there's a big price difference also in other apps. If you buy them, Buzu or Babbel. Um, so this is a rather expensive app. So I think if you're into flashcards, a lot of people are into flashcards. I don't like flashcards. So if you're into flashcards, um, this is yeah maybe something you can try out for those seven days that you get, and then mm-hmm. see um, if it if it's something interesting for you. But of course they have a huge catalog. I think they have more than fifty yeah. languages to choose mm-hmm. from. I yeah, found that that's a bit the advantage also. also. Yeah, there are many apps only have like a limited amount of languages. If you consider Buzu, for example. Uh, I have been looking for an app for Greek, but there is there's hardly anything on the on the market. So I have Monly um, for Greek because that was one of the only uh, apps that has uh, Greek available. Buzu, Babel are very famous uh, apps, and they don't have uh, Greek. And this one, uh, Glossika, has Greek available. Uh, but I yeah. think I imagine they are just translating from one language to another. So I've, in the Danish version, I've seen a few things that I thought, hmm, 
I'm going to copy paste okay. this one and, and check in uh, Deeple or Google Translate because mm -hmm. I don't think it's exactly that. So I think they're just maybe translating. They yeah. have the base deck in English and then they translate to every language. And some somewhere, I don't know if, if, if there's somebody who has checked all the translations, which is something you might expect if you pay $30 uh, dollars a month that of the um, translations have been checked yeah, and I don't think that's the case. It's a bit also in, in Duolingo, often I see also some sentences I think, hmm, this is a strange sentence or this is a, the translation is not exactly, but Duolingo, you have the free version. You can you cannot expect quality if mm -hmm. you don't pay for it. So with Glossika, I see sometimes sentences I think, hmm, <laughs> might, not, and, might not be exactly 100% correct. Yeah. Yeah, and in my case, in Italian... It bothered me a bit that sometimes they just put the mm -hmm. the, the courtesy form, like I don't know how to say it ah, okay. in English. Um, yeah, the, there is a it, formal U actually. The formal U exactly, and I mean at least mm -hmm. I would expect that they indicate this right so that I know. <laughs> but but that's yeah. also a thing that you, you don't have grammar explanations. You have. No explanations. At no, all. that's why you already yeah. need yeah the grammar. This is the typical um, thing with language learning. There's never going to be an app or a book that explains everything. Yeah, of so course. you already always need like at least two sources: hmm. a grammar book and then a, a, a study book, for example. So and, and Glossika, I think they tell it also. Yeah, we don't explain grammar grammar you will get from somewhere else which is very honest from the, they, they literally say i think okay we're, we're not experts in grammar get your grammar somewhere else which is very yeah. good because yeah get your grammar where it is with experts with a, with a book for example so with, with, this is good for when you're already when you've already started with a language and you want to have an extra source of information an extra source to to study the language something you can easily include in your study schedule and for some people this might be interesting because this is something also you can easily do while you're waiting for the bus while you're commuting while you're cooking while you're um yeah. listening to your mother but you actually don't want to listen and you focus on something else uh, so it's an an it's an extra resource for your language you're not going to learn a language but you might learn improve your pronunciation your sentence structure you might understand grammar better because you see how it is being used but then you already need the grammar in your head you you don't have to study it but you will you need uh like a base uh like um how would you say yeah, that like baseline the, the, um, or a... baseline yeah the first part of your building uh your language building the the grammar yeah some uh, grammar before you start with something something like this just like I think also Duolingo, sometimes they explain a bit of grammar, but it's a bit the same also. I think a lot of people don't yeah. even know that, that there is a grammar explanation on Duolingo because they just play the, the game. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And what about funny sentences? For example, I noted down one mm -hmm. sentence and mm -hmm. it went li like this. Um, mm -hmm. When was your last bowel movement? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. What in in English? There was a sentence in English. 
I mean, was your last I have bowel switched. movement. Yeah. Yes, because they explain it in English first yeah, in English and then, and then in Italian. Then they say quando ha avuto il suo ultimo movi- movimento intestinale. <laughs> okay, this is yeah, this is something maybe at the doctors or something you might hear, but I've never used that sentence. Not in English and not in Italian. <laughs> When was your last bowel movement? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Strange. I I didn't have any of those sentences. That's more like Duolingo. They have a lot of strange sentences. But here, no, the, the sentences are, yeah, my level is lower probably. I'm I'm at A2. And you're, this is a sentence from which level? From Italian? From B2. B2. B2 yeah. No. Yes. I have sentences like, he is sleeping or he was sleeping. Do you like it? So the base, basic um, sentences, yeah. I don't have strange sentences yet. If I ever get to be <laughs> two, I will let you know. But I imagine there's the same sentence in Danish as in uh, in English and Italian because I imagine they use the same sentences yes, for all I languages. Yes, I think so too. So, mm-hmm. so what about your Greek? So you you have found it, it was too difficult on the on the first day, and then you switched to to Danish. And yeah, now, how is your Danish going? Um, so, <clears throat> because I hadn't used Danish for a while, I still listen to the news almost every day, but I I haven't had lessons, I didn't study it, so I'm using it to like reactivate my Danish. So I'm seeing things I've seen before, I recognize. So mm-hmm. in the hope that maybe next month um, if I find the time I might dedicate more time to to Danish and uh, advance and reach an, a higher level than where I'm at now because um, I could do this for hours on end in the end you need I need to speak the language to be able to advance I think you can advance by studying, by using apps, whatever you want. But for me personally, only when you when I speak the language, I'm putting all the pieces together, grammar, sentence, structure, uh, vocab. Uh, and I don't have a lot of time to think, so it has to happen very quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's only when I speak the language, in my opinion, in my experience, that I feel like I'm advancing. I'm putting the pieces together. And then I feel, okay, I can do this. It also is also very good for my confidence because when I know, okay, when you don't, as long as you don't speak the language, you will never know if you're able to speak it. You might, you might, might study for an entire year, but if you don't try to speak it, yeah. you're not going to know if what you're studying, if, if, it's, if it's sticking in your brain because the moment... The real test for me is when you speak, because not when you write, not when you listen, because when you have to speak, you have to do all those things together. You have to listen to what the person is telling you. You have to answer as quickly as possible, not translating in your head, using the grammar that's somewhere in your head, the vocabulary that's somewhere else, and then putting it all together with the right pronunciation. So you have that moment when you speak the language is when when, when it's really happening, when -hmm. when magic Mm -hmm. Hopefully, magic might happen. And in my experience, it's really magic because you suddenly discover, oh, I studied this and I know it now. I can, I can yeah. talk. But then you have to switch from yeah, a resource or resources to, to speaking. And that's, I think, for many people, 
not so easy because they're afraid to speak. They're afraid to make mistakes. They're uh, perfectionist. I'm a perfectionist myself, so I'm I'm wondering now if I'm making any mistakes in English. But you have to, yeah, ditch that fear because, uh, as we said last time, is baliando simpara. Yeah. It's from those mistakes <laughs> that you learn. If you make mistakes, <clears throat> um, the person you have in front of you can tell you, oh, that's wrong. It should be something else. The person can help you. Only by making the mistakes, you know that it's wrong and you can avoid the same mistakes in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And if I am remembering correctly, mm -hmm. I think the last time you, you have said something like that you have never met people from, from Denmark so that you could practice. No, I've And never... Has it changed? No, 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 I've never met anyone from Denmark. So I have my teacher. So uh, I haven't seen him for a while now, but only with my teacher I speak the language because it's very difficult to find... For certain languages, it's very difficult to find people who want to practice with you. Um, so um, I've never practiced uh, Danish. I had one Danish student, but he studied Italian with me. So we hardly ever, I hardly ever referred to Danish. Um, so that's a pity, but it's for some languages, not so easy to, to find somebody to practice the language with, but... That doesn't mean I don't, yeah, I don't continue with it. It might be useful somewhere in the future, and if it's not useful, it's interesting for for yeah, it's interesting for me. I'm having fun. Yeah, and in the Glossika challenge, mm -hmm. did you face some other issues, or or can you tell something which stood out, which you remember, or was there anything mm -hmm. else that comes uh, to mind right now? Yeah. I think it for me especially is the fact it's very it's boring in the end. So I think that's something you, they should work on to make it a bit less boring. For but that's might be my um, I think there's potential because you have sentences, you have context, but what is missing is a bit the um, I think the the fun factor maybe. Mm -hmm. Or a variety because it's always the same thing. So I, I for this challenge, you have to do three thousand reps uh, in one month. That means one uh, hundred a day. So one hundred so a day repetitions, sen repetitions of sentences. So, of sentences. Yeah. so and uh, each sentence you have to hear twice. And then if you want, you can also record your voice. Voice. So that means that actually at least three times the same sentence. Uh, for 100 sentences a day, I think you need something extra to convince people mm -hmm. to continue doing this. Because I, I I can see myself doing this for like maybe 25 sentences a day because that's doable and include it in my routine. But then I find, personally, I find $30 for, I think I have it here in front, it's $30, is expensive for maybe 25 sentences. Yes. That's expensive. Yeah. So I don't know if it's worth the money because for thirty dollars a month you can have yeah many other apps, not one app, many mm -hmm. different apps for the same amount. And yeah. you mentioned that you can also record yourself. Mm -hmm. So did you re-listen to your own voice 
during no. the challenge. <laughs> I don't like listening to my own voice. <laughs> so I didn't <laughs> listen at all. I I there I think it's interesting. I don't know if it's interesting to check. I don't know. So you have other apps. You have an uh, Asimil app for Danish also, and they offer the possibility to uh, record your own voice. And I did, but I never listened to it. I had the feeling that just the fact of recording it, pronouncing it mm -hmm. was mm -hmm. enough because when you say the sentence, automatically I think you can hear if it's exactly the same or not. And yeah. if if it's not exactly the same and you don't hear it, that means you're not able, you just don't hear it and you need a teacher to tell you. The teacher to, oh no, it's not exactly the same because those small, tiny differences are very difficult to hear if you're, if you're at a certain level. So listening to your own, I think it's in, the most interesting part is to, um, to talk, to, to pronounce the sentence out loud because then you, you often hear or you, notice oh i have difficulties with this or how to pronounce this and you listen again mm -hmm. and you try again it's not exactly the recording according to me that's interesting but the fact that you're pronouncing the sentence and then you hear yourself oh this is a difficult word how do you pronounce this especially languages that are not italian is rather easy to pronounce but the language is danish some words i have to listen five times before i say oof how how do you pronounce this and which language is this uh, which letters disappear here and how do you pronounce this letter <clears throat> so it's interesting to listen and listen again and then try it yourself and i think we are uh, we are able to distinguish between okay this is similar or not for ourselves without having to re-listen but this might also be because i don't want to listen to my own voice yeah i see and so if I understood you correctly, even mm -hmm. if you will make the challenge, I mean, mm -hmm. if, if you get to the 3,000 repetitions, you mm -hmm. won't continue, right? I don't think. Or maybe we should say that if you, if you win the challenge, you get, I think, two months extra for yeah, free. Yeah, two or three months, yeah. And I don't know if I can continue this for three months. I think that's a lot, yeah. Maybe yeah, like less sentences, like 25 or something. But I always I feel like what the moment you reach a certain level, for me personally, the, the most in, interesting thing I can do is speak and speak and speak and speak and speak. Um, and not really doing like something like this, like an app or a, a book. The moment I have a, like a B1 level, all I want to do is speak because that's when I really have the feeling, okay, I'm, I'm making progress. That's when I feel and see and hear that I'm making progress. <clears throat> If I have regular lessons in uh, whatever language I'm studying or speaking, often I, I see myself that I'm making less mistakes. I, I see the difference between one lesson and another. Okay, the last lesson, I didn't know this word. I last lesson, I didn't know this verb form or something. And this lesson, I do. And then I feel mm. the progress. While I, when I'm studying, I don't have that, <clears throat> um, that feeling. And I think in language learning, it's very important to see or feel your progress. If you're not able to see that, you might lose your motivation. That's why often we have a teacher, because teachers often... Well, I'm a teacher myself and I can see, often I have to tell my students, no, no, you're making progress. I can, I can, sh I can prove, and today you didn't make this mistake. 
or today you 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 made a mistake and you corrected yourself two weeks ago or two months ago you were not able to do that it's very important to see progress and for me personally i see the progress way more when i'm speaking uh, the language than on when i'm doing other stuff when i'm listening or when i'm reading or when i'm studying yeah this is really interesting what you are telling us and uh, it will be also interesting to hear what the other six learners are saying because I managed to reach out to six learners and they will uh, mm -hmm. send me their voice messages and I will make mm -hmm. one episode okay. I, I mix the audio files together mm -hmm. and I am super thrilled about that yeah. and it's the first time that I'm doing something like okay. that and it's not that easy <laughs> at least for me it's not easy <laughs> yeah okay Okay, thank you so much, Kenny. Maybe you want to share You're where welcome. we can find you online. Oh, the easiest way would be to go to my website. I have a website, www.somethingpolyglot.com. And there you can have all the links to all the social media I'm uh, trying to be active. Okay, great. Thank you so much. And I'm looking You're forward my pleasure. to receive your last message in the, yeah. in the Glossika okay. challenge. Yeah, would be Let's amazing. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you very much.